We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Hello. Why, hello there. You made it. I did. Welcome I, welcome to the Sunday morning session of the Breathing into the Mic conference from Hot Drinks. How are you? Oh, oh, I, I, I'm doing fabulously, actually. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if you've listened at all this weekend to any of our episodes, but we've been doing some counter-programming to the LDS Journal Conference. So we did two episodes yesterday on Saturday. And then <laughs> this is our our Sunday morning session. And then this afternoon, Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. Mountain, we're going to do an Instagram Live. So you'll have to join mm-hmm. us if you're around. Yep, I, I will definitely be around. So I'll, I'll try to join at that exact time. It's very exciting. So welcome, Hot Drinks. I'm your host, brother, Jack Coffey. Um, I don't have Sister Twain with me because we so far have not yet figured out the technology of how to get three people on the recording at once when we're all working remotely. But I do have Brother T and Come on my face with with us. How are you, Brother T and Come? Oh, man, I am surviving. I, I'm, I'm... going to go with Brother T. T and Come, it's like yeah. a lot. It's a mouthful, yeah. so to speak. It's yeah, a mouthful um, of like, T and Come. Only Sister Twink can take that much. So yeah, that's true. So, yep. <laughs> so you're surviving. You're you're on your home quarantine. Yep, I, I I've been on it essentially since I got back from um, my birthday trip at the beginning of March. Yeah. Uh, because as soon as I got back, I got sick, and right. I started to feel like I had this COVID nineteen as well. Being picked it up in San Diego or Vegas on my birthday trip. So. But you didn't. I did actually, well, I guess we don't know. I was going to say you didn't actually have COVID-19, yeah, I did, but I guess we I don't know that for sure. Yeah, I, I may have gotten it, but I, I just wasn't as symptomatic as they would like me to be to be able to be tested. Right. And especially at that time, too. But Yeah, my, like early I, March. We were barely testing anybody then. Right. And so, uh, yeah, my fever broke the in the next couple of days after I finally talked to uh, to a doctor online uh-huh. and he was like yeah just keep doing what you're doing and if your fever spikes again just go ahead and go in and get tested like don't ask for permission say my doctor uh-huh. said, do this and but then it never yeah, kind of came back never came back I, okay. I felt a lot better after that and yeah and then the, um, my child and his mom have been kind of sick off and on so I've been like worried about seeing him and like right with them and getting sick from them but it's been long enough that they've been starting to feel a bit better and so i've got to see my son a bit too oh good good so you're at home are you you're working from home like give the give the readers a the lowdown on what's going on yeah so so far i've been lucky enough to keep my job um Uh we only laid off a few people on our sales team and then they decided to at least decrease our pay by 20% oh, for the ouch. foreseeable future. So I that still sucks. have a job, but I, I am taking quite a big hit in my job. Oh. But things have been pretty steady with, with our companies that we're working with. And we're actually seeing growth in a lot of our, our clients. So that's been- good. 
we may not have to do that for too long, but who knows how long. Um, yeah, for real. But but that that's one of the few stressors in my life. Like I, I don't yeah. have right now. I'm I'm privileged. I'm white, and I'm a cis. Right. Right. <laughs> And has your son been with you much or have you, have you just, you, you've just barely seen him or have you been back and forth with your son or what's been going on with that? Yeah, I've been doing that quite a bit. Um, I, I go over in the evening times and just kind of hang out with him over there or bring him back to the department, but we don't really go anywhere. Today we went on a long walk, but we didn't go anywhere specifically, just went walking around. I know. Uh, How's he doing? Um, he's good. I, he's still doing like five to six hours of school every day. No, the schoolwork uh, is doing... insane. Yeah. Well, he goes to a, a certain private school. So like all of these parents are like, hey, we need our money's worth that we paid to send these kids yeah. to this private school. And so they're like forcing all the teachers to make sure they're doing like at least six hours of school a day. And I don't know. It's pretty crazy and heavy on these kids. To I suddenly know, make them learn in a completely new environment like that. Yeah. Insane. Well, and I feel like, I mean, at least I feel like for my kids' school, there's a ton of mixed messaging because on the one hand, the school is saying, we understand this is a crisis, like, this is not normal, just do your best. And on the other hand, they're saying, you know, you will be graded on all this work, so make sure all this work is done. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. well, which is it? Like, it's either a crisis and you're sort of just like, counting this semester up as a loss or like you need us to get all this work done and so it's a little stressful i have a ton of friends with kids in the younger elementary school age and like all their teachers are hounding the the parents to get them doing their work and stuff and the parents are like dude we're just taking a step back we don't even care right now like we're trying to deal with the stress of what's going on in the world. Not, we don't need this added pressure on our children yeah. and our family and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, I talked to someone about this. Maybe it was on the podcast yesterday. I don't know, but I feel like my kids, my, especially my youngest daughter, she's 10. She's about, Oh yeah, I did. I talked to Tisha about this yesterday. I talked to my daughter's mother about this yesterday, but she is very anxious and very stressed. Like, when she comes over here, she doesn't want to leave my side. Like, yeah. even if I'm, you know, like we're sitting on my sofa watching TV and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go in the kitchen and start making dinner. And you've been to my place. Like the yeah. kitchen is five feet from the sofa. Like it's oh all God. one room essentially. And she's yeah. like, don't go, don't go. Like she's very anxious. So yeah. I, yeah. So trying to do like math amidst all of this is a little crazy. Yeah. Like, and, and to expect th- them to, I don't know, do things in this super timely manner and like stay focused on things when they're in their house now. Like this is not where they normally do their schoolwork. Like I'm having a hard time working from home as it is like trying to stay. Oh, I know. I I usually, when I come home, I try to separate my work from my home life as much as possible. So I feel safe at home. Um, but these kids, like, they don't know how to kind of separate that. And so it's this new yeah. learning environment that is jarring to their systems and, like, trying to figure out and do these things in, in this new way. I, I, It's hard to make them do that or, I don't know, it's just yeah. pressure. And it's stress. all pretty insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, shift, switching gears a little bit. Did you hear the big <laughs> announcement from the LDS Journal Conference last night? It's something about the new logo or something. It's right? a new... 
it's a new logo. And here's a little a little background. And I'll be the first to admit, I don't know a ton about this, but I started hearing in the last few days a lot of buzzing from my Mormon friends that there was this rumor that they were going to give women the priesthood. You know, much like at the last conference, there was the rumor that they were going to lift the ban on coffee and tea. Oh my God. Well, and then to feed into that, the church was putting out, and I saw some of these, the church was putting out all this information because this is the 200th anniversary of the first vision. So the church was putting about all this stuff about like, you know, this is going to be a really special conference. Please prayerfully study these verses and these chapters or whatever. And then, and this I didn't even realize until tonight, but I think this was the clincher because they're doing conference from home. No one's actually at Rebel Square. Everyone is watching it on their TVs. They basically said, we would love for the women to attend the general priesthood session, which is, and for people who are never Mo's or whatever, there are two sessions on Saturday afternoon at 10 and 2 in Utah and then at 6 o'clock at night there's a priesthood session which is typically just for the men so but they said we would like the women we would like to invite the women to attend the priesthood session so that just fed more into these rumors of like oh why are they inviting us and then they had also said that tomorrow they're doing I can't remember what it's called like a solemn assembly where they do the like Hosanna shout and stuff that they do when they dedicate a temple oh yeah have you ever done one of those? Yeah, I, I did that for the Mount Timpanogos Temple. Yeah, and they're like creepy and and not spiritual and not not joyful at all. They're yeah. like dour and dark and kind of creepy. And anyway, and, and it was funny because at that dedication, I was like in this weird corner that was a little bit darker, and I was yeah. like, "This is kind of creepy that I we're like doing yeah. these kind of sayings and like all doing the same thing yeah. at the same time, and I feel like I'm in a dungeon." <laughs> Yeah, and you hear the phrase Hosanna shout, and you and I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it sounds like, and it apparently came from like pioneer times when they were dedicating the temples. It sounds like it was this, there would be this joyful like shouting of Hosanna, you know, right. but it is not at all. It is this monotone, robotic, yeah. scary. So anyway, <laughs> so they're doing one of those tomorrow. And so again, people were like, well, if we're doing the Hosanna shout, like, which is, which they only do at the dedication of temples. So it's like, it's I, it's just a lot of things made it seem like something really big was happening. And who knows, maybe something big will happen. They're going to ho- Sunday. Hosanna shout the COVID-19 away. That's what I hope so. Do, I hope Jesus. so. But yeah, the big announcement was a new logo, which is basically like a picture of Jesus with the name of the church below it. Yeah, it was on Sister Twain's story, right? Did you yes, see yeah, yeah, that was the one. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a designer. And guess what? That is not a good logo. And guess what? It just looks like a big stand in dildo now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. It's all about penises. It's always about penises. As logos go, I just think the most successful logos logos are sort of just symbols or emblematic. They don't have a picture on them. You know, when you have a picture or a drawing on a logo it makes it really hard for anyone to reproduce. Like it makes it, it's just not as recognizable. They should have, they anyway. should have done a picture of the, the Mormon Jesus picture with the Obama cover to it, where it's oh, like I the like America that. one and then put the LDS church stuff under it. That see that I would have, I could have got behind that. Yeah. I could have got behind that. Yeah. So anyway, who knows, maybe Sunday's sessions will have some big news as well, but so far the big news is um, we're rebranding. <laughs> rebranding right and uh, but also i will say this this always feels nice 
I so far have not heard anything really hateful that they've said about like gay people or women, you know, like I'm sure there were some problematic things, but nothing really overt yet. So that's good. That feels like a small victory for the non-mos. Yeah. And, and and there was the one talk where they said, good morning, sisters and brothers. Cause they, Oh, I did hear about interchangeable. And I was just like, (laughs) <laughs> and that people were legitimately like excited that someone had said sisters and brothers yeah and they were like applauding this person for just like m- mixing two words to, in different orders i right. was like like it was we've just made so much progress <laughs> well so um bad. so we're gonna take we're gonna take a little break okay um and, which means i will actually hang up on you and then i will reconnect to you when we start and it takes a couple minutes so don't panic okay but we're gonna take a little break and when we come back you wanted to share with us some thoughts about why don't you tell us what you wanted to share some thoughts about um self intimacy during the uh quarantine or the crisis of covid-19 there you go self intimacy i like that okay so we're going to take a little break and then we'll be right back to talk about self intimacy with brother t thanks brother t thank you Hello. Oh, bonjour. Welcome back. Thank you. Did you have a nice break? Did you do anything exciting while you were waiting to come back to the recording? Just skimmed through Instagram and sipped my press. Oh, I do. Lo- what flavor of press are you drinking? So, right, I'm, I'm about done with my lime lemongrass one. Oh, yeah, those are good. And then I saved my favorite for my second one, which is the blackberry hibiscus. So I bought a whole bunch of press this summer when I went on a um, like a boating trip with my family. And I bought a ton because I was buying for like my siblings. And then a whole bunch of my siblings were like, oh, I don't want to drink in front of the family or whatever. Or like, anyway, so I, I had a ton left over in my fridge. But the ones I have are the old press that were only the 3% alcohol because now yeah. you can get the 5% alcohol. So they're basically like, they're basically like cocktails for babies. Like they're just, they're so low alcohol. I would have to drink like nine of them for them to have any effect. Yeah. I, I still have to drink like four of them to really right. start feeling anything, but right. like it's better now. <laughs> right. But at least I know I, or at least I feel like I'm hydrating while I'm drinking. So <laughs> that's true. like the best it's of water. Out. It's like I'm drinking water right now. So yes. I know I'm going to wake up with a headache. I, I think that's great. I think that's a really, really smart way to think about it. So, um, okay. So we are talking about self-pleasure in isolation. Is that, is that the official title of this topic? Self-pleasure, intimacy, getting to know yourself. Okay. And, and, and kind of like just, I don't know, figuring out what you like and don't like so you can come out of this and, and vocalize what you you love and you don't like. I'm so excited. This is such a great topic. So so take it away. What do you, what do we what do we where do we start? What do we need to know? So I I feel like I've been thinking about this topic quite a bit since my first. Am am I allowed to talk about illicit drugs on this? Oh sure. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> if sure. The, if the police call us, then I'll let you know. So. This one time, not too long ago, I, I took my first LSG trip uh-huh. and I, I did it by myself and uh-huh. I spent a solid two hours of it 
um, with myself, like exploring like different pleasures with myself. Okay. And figuring myself out. And and the thing about LSD is it's an it, it, it it's an ego remover. So uh -huh. you you don't look at yourself negatively in any light or anything like that. It's just like you are who you are. Right. And that experience connecting with myself so much just has led to me experiencing better sexual experiences with other people. And, and I feel like the more we get to know ourselves, the, the better sex in general is with other people, because you can then vocalize the things that you do and you don't like. Right. Right. So if there are people, I mean, obviously like you experience this on a, you know, on an enhanced trip. Yeah. Um, is this something you think people can do without that or, or how do people sort of connect to this part of themselves? It, it's hard for me to say because I, I've talked to a lot of different people about this kind of thing. And um, m most of them say that, that they explore this like through music and through like a sexual partner, like okay. listening to different music by themselves it, it, trying to experience things and 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 touch themselves in different ways and figure right. things out with themselves and and I don't know I, I feel like that's the direction that people need to do is, is separate themselves from other people which we are all currently doing and give right. yourself right. time to to experience yourself and and really I don't know, try things that you've thought about or, or look up things that you may not know about and see what I like that and, and, and attempt it. And uh -huh. I feel like it's a perfect time right now to, to experiment with that and, and move in that direction. So what did you discover? And you're, you know, obviously you can be as graphic or as, <laughs> as coy as you want to be. <laughs> um, but when you did this trip and you were that your ego was removed and whatever, what kind of things like were you discovering? I don't know. It, it, it's just like a physical touch whenever uh -huh. you touch yourself in, in, in any place. It feels like there's an energy that's running through you. And uh -huh. I feel like I've I've definitely become a more spiritual person since this LSD trip or and uh -huh. my different shroom trips, whatever, whatever I've tried. Yeah, whatever. I've really um, okay. Th this is going to be really funny. So okay. I'm really high right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I'm talking in circles because I'm on a, I have a high mind right now. That's all so right. So you got to bring me in just a little bit and remind me what I was talking about. So tell us tell us what you discovered on this LSD trip. Oh yeah, so about yourself. I've become a, a lot more of a spiritual person, right? Okay. I I've been able to feel like energies running through me and and I've been able to experience almost like out of body feelings and touching myself and, and, and feeling my energy go outside of my body when I've been like hovering my hand across my, my leg or myself in any place. Like it's so deep. So for you, there's a connection between like this spiritual growth that you felt and sort of the sexual energy that you felt during this trip. Yeah. Yeah. During that trip specifically. Yes. 
Um, but it's it's something that it's it's carried on with me after the fact as well. Okay. Uh, to what while I'm pleasuring myself, like I've ex- I, I I touch myself in different ways now to and in different places and a, a, across my body to feel things all over instead of like oh I just need to get this pleasure spot out and then it's like done. It's so just, it's not just it's not just all about the penis is what you're saying, right? It's it's about okay. more of the whole body and like okay. I never knew that I'd like to have like my my nipples licked or bit or anything like that until like kind of after that happened when I really started to play with myself more and like the more I've done that like the more I've wanted to experience that with a partner and oh I've known more- that about myself for a very long time it did not <laughs> I always enjoy a little a little nipple action yeah I've whether always- with whether with someone else or by myself it's all I enjoy it either way yeah, well, I, I'm not a very hairy person from my waist up, but uh-huh. like I have really hairy nipples, so I was like always okay. conscious about it. But oh, like, really? Yeah, but 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 then I like after this LSD trip, I think it's removed some of my ego, and I've just yeah been more okay with who I am and how my body is, and yeah, accepted myself more, and then have allowed that to. Oh, happened more and uh, less really enjoyed it. I know we all have our hangups about our body. Like, I just think that's part of being human. Like there are things about yourself you like or don't like or whatever. I cannot, I've never heard of someone complaining about someone's nipples being too hairy. I've never heard of that <laughs> man, woman. Like, I think everyone likes that. Right. I've only had one friend talk about it and I worked with her. But uh-huh. we were talking about like her ex-boyfriend's body, and she was like, "Oh, and he had the most hairy nipples." And I was like, "Just shave those things off already." She's like, "You Gross. have nothing else up there. Just shave it off." And I was like, "That's exactly how my body hair." Is. It is really funny that like we have those weird moments where someone says something in passing, and for whatever reason, it just like sticks in your brain, and it feels yeah. like this like really really important thing. I was almost like, "How does she know that she's hurting me right now?" <laughs> I I, feel I like think on purpose. I hope the gentle readers, the gentle readers, the gentle listeners will write in and let us know their thoughts on hairy nipples because to me that's crazy. I've never heard of anyone being like, "Ooh, gross hairy nipples." Yeah. I mean, and obviously, like I'm a gay man, so <laughs> I'm very into hairy nipples, but. But even like women, I don't think are bothered by hairy nipples, except apparently that one coworker of yours. Yeah, because nobody I've ever been with has ever been like, oh, hey, your nipples are really hairy. That's kind of gross. <laughs> it's a really weird, <laughs> that would be a really weird um, thing to be upset about. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad you've, I'm glad you found some nipple play in your self pleasure and, and group pleasure. I think yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, it's been great. I've, I've really enjoyed I love- it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, let's take a brief break on that note about nipple play. Yeah. And then we'll come back and we'll talk more about, about um, you know, self-pleasure and, and whatever. Whatever we stumble across. Yes. Okay. We'll be back in a moment. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, Hello. And how, was, how was your break? 
Oh, it was good. I just sat, sat here in an anxiety-riddled, uh, like, scare that I was just ruining the podcast with my high mind. <laughs> I think you're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. All right. So let's get into some specifics, some nitty-gritty. If we have the gentle, if we have that gentle listeners, that's like, yes, I would like to take advantage of this time of quarantine to explore self-pleasure. What recommendations, tips, tricks, what do you think they need to do? So uh, what, what's the name of that Gwyneth Paltrow show? Goop. Goop. That we talk about all the time for some reason. Goop Lab. Yeah, for yes. some reason. It always comes up. It's yeah. actually pretty great. Yeah. They, they have, I, yeah. Like, they, they have a, a, a few things on there, especially for women. There's an, an episode entirely about like female orgasm. Yeah. yeah, pleasure and everything. It's incredible. Like you, every woman should watch that episode at least, and and see like how it's done and the importance right. of it, and then follow up with their her websites and like do that shit right. and figure it out. Because right. I know so many people that, or so many women that have said like I've never had an orgasm in my right, life. right, and it's like so sad that like every man has one every day right and this woman has <laughs> never had one before so and let's talk about so that because thing. i mean far be it from us two men to explain to a bunch of women how to have orgasms so let's talk about men like most men can come by an orgasm fairly easily so yep. what do you think is the value? Like, what's the point of sort of exploring this idea of self-pleasure or like learning about your body or whatever? Because like, you know, for most men, like if you rub it enough, like we're going to have an orgasm. It doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter what the circumstances are, or where we're at emotionally. And obviously that's not always entirely true and stress and depression and whatever can play a part in that. But like for most men, it's like a no brainer, like it's going to happen. So what's the value in kind of, understanding yeah. self-pleasure or understanding your body a little bit better those guys that that do that to just like oh i just need to w- rub one out really quick and just be done right with right it's all it is it, it's not even like a drug fix it's like a wall being built up yeah that's like l- even more about the physical act of it and less about the emotion of it uh-huh. and like what you're doing and i okay. feel like we need men in general just need to take our time and get to know our bodies uh-huh. in an emotional way like figure okay. out what what it is that that connects us to ourselves and and deal with our shit and like deal with our own blocks that we have like i i have had really shitty things happen to me when it came to masturbation early on in the church and like crazy shit happened like where i would like keep myself from doing those things in in a physically harmful way yeah and 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 it's like did we talk about that on this podcast i can't remember no we haven't we are only off the air well, that's you something else that we can on... get. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to expand on that a little bit, or do you not feel comfortable talking more about that? I mean, I feel comfortable talking about it, but this is a long, like, conversation. I feel okay. Like. Okay. But you, but just the short version. As a kid, 
you were you were like harming yourself to prevent yeah. yourself so, from masturbating. So when I was becoming a teacher, um, it, it, turning fourteen years old, um, I was definitely masturbating a lot, and I was actually like masturbating with other kids inside of my young men's group like in the same room as them and like we would steal porn and stuff like that and like we would all do that stuff yeah but i know none of us were gonna say anything about it right and so i never told the bishop or anything but i i just felt so guilty about it because like my dad was like you tell the bishop everything and like it'll be fine whatever and i i did not say anything about it Anyways, he's he's in the middle of giving me the blessing to make me a teacher. Your dad and was. My dad was. And he's giving me the confirmation and then he just stops and goes hmm. and he's just quiet. And my heart sank. And I was like, uh-huh. he knows. He right. knows I'm not worthy and I don't deserve this. And it's like the spirit is telling him that right now and this right. is all real and i'm so fucked like god. i like oh my god i'm not gonna this isn't gonna happen and then all of a sudden like 10 seconds later he breathed through it and then he just gave finished the blessing right and then he gave me a hug and but kind of like didn't look at my eyes when he gave me a hug and then later on that night he pulled me aside at home and was like Hey, I, I, did you notice that this happened, that I, I did this? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering what was happening. And he was like, I just got this overwhelming feeling that you weren't worthy. And mm. my heart sank again. And my conf- yeah. and that confirmation of like, oh, my God, this is all real. Like the spirit told him that this is Right, right, this. right. He should has been watching you masturbate. <laughs> yeah. And he was all like, I I wasn't going to finish, but then I, I, the thought came to me, no, he had his personal priesthood interview with the bishop. So it's not my job to say whether he's worthy or not. It's my job oh, to God. just like, give him the power. But I, oh. but then he said, but I to know if there is anything that you're not worthy for, you need to, you need to repent of it now. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. I was like, okay, no, no, there's, I can't think of anything and like just totally bottled up everything. Yeah. 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 And from then on for the next two and a half years, like I almost never masturbated at all Uh and like would harm myself if I did, or like would do things to make myself. So if I had impure thoughts, I would punish myself yeah and like all of these things just to like be as like pure as possible that like i built up a huge wall and like a, an emotional block from my my physical and emotional self especially when it came to sex and i i didn't really heal a lot of that until my late 20s yeah and like the people and the women they dragged through that before i'm like like sorry about all of that i should have fucking dealt with that early on yeah. so it's so crazy to me with shit. i have a i have a 14 year old and i i have a 16 year old and like they're already like whenever i'm talking to them especially about something serious you know that they're this weird like this like weird ball of like emotions and hormones and 
they're like they're kind of little boys still but they're kind of adults still and they still really want i i can tell they still really want like my approval but they're also like kind of i mean they're just very complicated beings and i just think like i cannot imagine as a parent layering on top of the already really complicated emotions that like 14, 15, 16 year old boys and girls, I'm sure too, are dealing with. I can't even imagine layering on top of that, like shame and like religious shame and this like, but I remember the same thing when I was around that age because I was gay and the only outlet that I had, maybe this was a little bit older. Cause I don't know that we had the internet when I was like 14 or 15, but I was gay. And the only outlet I had for my sexuality was like porn, you know? Right. And I lived with so much guilt about that. And I, and I, and the mental gymnastics that I would go to of, of justifying why I didn't need to tell the Bishop, because of course the idea of telling the Bishop that I looked at like gay porn was like, you know, that was something that was never going to happen. And so I would go through these immense emotional exercises about like, well, I would only have to tell him in this, if this thing happened and that thing's never happened. So I don't actually have to confess this. This is something I can deal with on my own. And I would just go through these like crazy, you know, paths of emotions. And I just think like, what a fucking mess. Like what a, what a, what a horrible thing to do to like a young teenage kid that's just trying to figure themselves out and figure their body out and their brain isn't even fully developed. <laughs> trying to like, you know, they're trying to learn and grow and make you happy and like, and, and just to throw all this like extra baggage bullshit. Well, at them is, well it's, it's insane. I think all of that added stuff, it was layered on in the church early on to make yeah. these kids grow up fast so it wasn't yeah. as strange for you to marry a 14 year old girl like, yeah that could be true like yeah. that's what it feels like they're they start prepping them from the time that they're 12 years old to be wives and the boys to be priesthood holders and fathers and like caregivers or whatever providers yeah fucking books so insane but it's yeah, so insane. One, of, one of the things i did um after my conversation with my dad where he was was very stern with me um i actually had a little collection of porn at this tree like down the tracks from our house that i like porn from like magazines oh yeah i was old school okay and because i had to keep it out of the house i live have a shit ton of siblings so i'm like i can't hide anything inside of this house so i hid it at this tree and like I went over there and I, I brought matches and paper and I built a little fire pit and I just like burnt it up and was just like Ooh. praying to God like to forgive me and like so sad. and I was like 14 too and I was like I'm Joseph Smith's age he was asking which church is true and I'm walking yeah. at porn and like just like oh. myself to this like godlike being that they've created right god right shit it's so messed up it's so this fucking turns messed out up. and yeah, like yeah, yeah i did that to myself but like well no you were 14 like nothing <sighs> you do to yourself at 14 is your own is a hundred percent of your own volition you know like yeah. you're you're operating within the parameters that were that were taught to you and that were given to you as you were growing up so it's pretty sick and twisted yeah yeah okay some hey let's take one more let's take one more break um, and then when we come back, let's 
we we still haven't gotten into the nitty gritty of like how to make this happen. So let's <laughs> so let's take a break and then and, we'll and then when we it. come back, we're going to talk about jerking off. Basically, is okay. what I'm saying. So okay, we'll be right back. Awesome. Hello, welcome back. Hey, hey. So you know that between each segment, I always put an interlude, and they're just on the anchor app and I just kind of randomly choose an interlude, you know? Yeah. So the interlude between this, the last segment we did and this segment is called stuffed monster, which I felt (laughs) like I have no idea what it sounds like, but I felt like it was appropriate lead in to a conversation about masturbation. So stuffed monster masturbation. It seems to work somehow. It seems to work. Okay. Look, that's a perfect um, nickname for, uh, a pocket pussy. A pocket pussy. Also known as a flesh jack, right? A flesh jack. Fleshlight, also. Fleshlights. Do you own That's... a fleshlight slash flesh jack? Yes. As of three months ago, I, I finally purchased one. Uh-huh. And I, I have to say my life has like only improved. Since. Really? <laughs> it's been so good. See, like, I have one and I almost never use it because it just feels like so much effort. Like you got to get it out. And then when you're done, you got to like clean it up. And it just like, it just seems like a lot. Yeah. But if you make it a ritual in the <laughs> night to like figure it out, make I know, some, but some time aside, obviously take, this episode take about some self, me time. Yeah. This episode about self-pleasure is, it should, should be directed at me because I'm yes. just being like, yeah, I don't have time for that. Whatever. Yeah, especially over the last, like, two weeks. Yeah. So you've been jerking off a lot in isolation. I would yeah, it, especially in the first two weeks. Uh-huh. It was crazy in those first two weeks. Because right. I was working 100% from home, like, like, just never left the house except to go get groceries. Right, and, right. And it was at least, like, four or five times a day. That's for insane. the first for the first two weeks, there was one day that it was eleven times. <laughs> I don't think I've a- masturbated eleven times like in a month before. Just kidding, oh that's not true. God. No, that's not true. But <laughs> eleven times in a day, like not even close. Yeah, the, don't it, you it's have been, roommates. It, oh, I, I have a roommate, but so we everybody in the company is working from home. But we live close to our office, uh-huh. so he, he likes to still work in the office because nobody else goes in there. It's his own space. Oh, so I you work together with him? Yep. Yeah, where oh, okay. we are co-workers and we live together. So okay, so you're home a hundred percent by yourself, and he's in the office. Yeah, at the office. Okay, okay. Yeah. that makes a little more sense. I've gone into the office with him like twice in in the last three weeks, but. Uh, yeah, for the most part, it's I've been 100% home except for groceries. So you're uh, like a little Zoom call, a little jerk, jerk off, a little yeah, it's like, answer oh, a few hey. emails, rub one out. I have 15 minutes. Like before this yeah. call starts, I can do that in two. Come on. By the, by the end of the day, wasn't your penis like, Jesus Christ, leave me alone? Well, I no, not really. Because okay. the next okay. day it was just like completely ready, normal, ready to go again. It's, okay, it, it's it's that miracle no refractory penis. I know. It's a magic. I don't thing. know what it is. 
Because here's I, the I'm thing. Just a I, lucky think, guy. I think even if I did masturbate 11 times in a day, let's say if I masturbated five times in a day, by the fifth time, it would take like two hours <laughs> for anything <laughs> to happen. I just think my body would be like, okay, we've done this already. We're moving on. Yeah. If I, if I give myself like, 15 minutes like i could i could go again just like full steam again wow like it's not that but like there have been periods where i've like had sex nonstop for 45 minutes and like Uh came three or four times in that time period you have a beautiful gift to share with the world it's it's nice (laughs) it's kind to me but yeah I, i think it's just all about finding time for yourself yeah like, we, we're all at home right now so we're saving a shit ton of time like yeah. set aside that time lock your door right. and just like grab your fucking dildo whatever you use your hands lube whatever and just like do it and like look up reddit articles about like self-pleasure and and the emotional connection with our bodies and and look up new things on porn on what you think you might want to try with a partner if you're locked in with a partner or like with yourself and i i I think i think this this crisis that we're in right now is going to do two things it's going to politically align the american country to give us a medicare for all system i think that's so god i hope so i think it absolutely will happen i hope so um and I, I think it's going to force us as a people to get to know ourselves, which mm-hmm. will only allow us all to emotionally connect with ourselves better. Yeah, yeah. I will say two things. Number one, they say that masturbation is good for your immune system. So, hundred percent. Rub everyone should be doing that once like a day. Boosting your immune system. No yeah. more apples. It's 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 a jerk off a day. And number two, it's a great, like, stress reliever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, like, the other night, I was having a really hard time falling asleep. Um, just, and I don't even know that I was anxious about anything in, spe- like, particular. Like, it's not like I was, like, whatever. I just, like, I couldn't shut my brain off. I was just, could not get to sleep. And already yeah. I'm doing a really bad job of, like, staying up till two in the morning and then sleeping until noon. And, you know, like my, <laughs> my clock is already like way, way off, but like, it's a great way just to be like, okay, I'm going to do this for 15 minutes or whatever, however long it takes. And then like it releases endorphins. It helps you relax. It like yep. settles your mind down. It's a really great like way to sort of calm down and, and just relax and release some endorphins. Yeah. I, and I, I get, light headaches every once in a while i stare at a screen all day yeah and like whenever i start to feel a a headache come on in the middle of the day that's like my cue to go do it like i love (laughs) i love it hey my body needs some natural uh endorphins let's go do this yeah let's let's rub this bitch out yeah (laughs) so yeah so i think it's it it can only help you know so even if it's not a full-on meditative session where you're exploring your body and whatever at at least give yourself time to to touch yourself and 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 feel yourself at at some point every day like i think that's great advice don't pass that opportunity because we don't get it often 
Are you always looking at porn when you jerk off? No. No. Not necessarily. I, I would say it's about 70 30. 70, 70 looking watching. or 70 not looking? Yeah, okay, 70 yeah. looking. Okay. Yeah. It's it's okay. wonderful having internet on, on my television. <laughs> oh, see, I even though like I'm I often live alone, I never put porn on like the big TV. Maybe I need I would have to like stream it through my phone and like throw it up to the tv i've never done that though yeah on the internet tv that i have like i have a setting to not save any internet history sure not, like, right, do right, anything. Right. and so like if even if my child like got on my tv like there he on wouldn't the internet, right. find anything or see anything because it doesn't save right. anything so that's nice go go get so it better on the big screen TV. Oh, it's so okay. great. Because then it frees both of your hands up, like, especially if you're laying. Okay, I haven't thought about that. It frees, because then you get to touch yourself more with your other hand. Get to, like, finger a butthole. Like you get to pinch a nipple. You get to do whatever you want to do. It's great. I, I That's great advice. <laughs> I think that is a good practical tip. Like, put the internet, put the porn on the TV, even if you have to, like, you know, airplay it from your phone or stream yeah. it through your phone or whatever. Because almost get everyone Google's cast whatever those things are. Right. Get get, right. A, get those and just put it on their TV. Free up that your hands. Like great... Free and up just... your other hand. Yeah. Yep. Got to touch yourself. Other hand. Okay. <laughs> you got to get both hands involved. What What's that one Alt J song? Your the left hand free. Oh, I I have no and idea. The right hand I don't even know who that is. It's a really good song. <laughs> okay so we have both hands and you can then you can touch your butthole and touch your nipples and whatever else your nipples your 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 taint your fucking everything like yeah no just touch your whole body sometimes I, when i'm I recording like, to like i like to slowly tickle myself my my chest and like my i don't know my neck and everything too uh-huh. while I'm doing that it's great but you gotta have both skills. hands to do that. You can't do that with one hand. No one handing it. Get it on the TV. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes when I record these episodes, I like to remember that like I have at least three siblings that listen listen to this podcast. So <laughs> I hope they're I hope they're learning some good tips. But I also hope they're enjoying and, me talking about touching my butthole. And people like don't be afraid to get toys. Like yeah. these things are made for it. Like yeah fucking buy these things and a lot of these toys are like being sold by small local businesses like fucking there you go there you go now don't just buy it on amazon if they ship to those in those stores like buy it there if not so let me i want to ask you this let me because a lot of our listeners are women and again like i don't think that you and i should be talking to women about how to explore their own sexuality but i also think like got a goop Go to goop, but I also think that women are maybe not naturally, but but it's it's less um, it's less weird for women to want to have toys. You know, I think that's pretty considered yeah. pretty normal and pretty mainstream. But I think for a lot of men, it is seen as sort of weird to have toys. Yeah, so, and it's it's really sad because like like I was in that same boat when I'm like, oh, what if like a girl found this and she thought I was some weirdo? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was like a lot of thoughts that would go through my mind. Like, but, but but when I fu- the first one I got was actually like a like a anal vibrator with that straps onto the penis too. And oh yes, it was 
really, really interesting to go directly to that for my first sex right. toy. I should have. That was your first like, sex toy. Yeah. I know which sex toy you're talking about because I bought the same one. I know. I sent it to you. <laughs> That was your first one. That was legit my first one. It, it, that's like honors. That's like AP sex toy class. Like that's that's oof. like a lot going on. It would. It's been intense. I I don't use it as okay. much anymore. But like yeah, especially since I've got my flashlight. Oh God, I should do both at the same time. I haven't done that. Oh, yet. there you go. There you go. New and return and report to do with myself. <laughs> Yeah, so I think if men are afraid of toys or think that toys seem unnecessary, obviously the flesh jack or the pocket pussy or whatever. Are there any other toys you would recommend that men try out other than the vibrating prostate stimulator that also loops around your penis that you have? Yeah, I I think the the vibrating cock rings are great as well. Okay, Uh, okay. Even with yourself putting that on, uh-huh. have the little vibrator on the bottom and down on the testes and just like uh-huh. r- rub it out that way. I, I, yeah. I think I've done that before. It's great. Um, yeah, just cock rings in general help a lot. Um, okay. Um, and like there are different kinds of lubes as well for men, especially for okay. masturbating that people should look up there's like the 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 warming ones the the scent driven ones it, you find the the scent that you like and whatever you masturbate with that scent like lot lots of different kinds look up the different lubes for do you have do you have a masturbation lube that you prefer i just have um my basic one it, it's just uh number one lube life that's, that's what lube life. Lube life. Okay. It's a water-based lubricant. Giant ass bottle. Okay. It's good. Okay. It's basic. I used to have one I loved that I think was called gun oil. And then it got really hard to find like on Amazon. Cause I just wanted something I could get e- easily. So the one I'm using now, I think is called like sailor Jack or something. Anyway, it's lovely. <laughs> it's sailor lovely. Jack. Like the, I, I'll have to look like it up. It's rum, a sailor Jerry. Maybe it's a really large bottle and has a picture of like a sailor lady on the front, like kind of a pinup girl sailor lady. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you don't have to buy them that often. Like they're a big bottle. So you only buy it. It's several months before you need to buy another yeah, one. So my, my last for it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. And I will say, I do think, you know, again, like I know a lot of listeners, a lot of our listeners are women, not all of them, but probably the bigger percentage are women than are than our men but i think like if you're a woman and if you have a partner who is a man um like help him buy and explore some toys because i think it's a really good thing to do and i think it can be a lot of fun and i think it can be fun to do together but i also think it can be fun to do um for him to do on his own and i think like you said brother T, Mm -hmm. like there is a weird a weird stigma attached to that for men of like buying toys for themselves. Like it's like, so I think if you're in a relationship and if your partner can say like, Oh, Hey, you should try this toy out. This looks interesting or whatever. I think that can be a really positive. I think that could be a good, a good way to get a guy to feel more comfortable about trying new things. If his partner kind of says like, Oh yeah, this seems cool. Or this seems hot. Like you should try this. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I feel like if they, they should start looking at, I mean, 
don't go to porn for everything, especially not when it comes to intimacy, but like start looking at scenes with like some sex toys for men or and for women and like see if there's anything on there that actually looks legit and that you would want to use. And like, interesting because yeah. there's like a plethora of pornography with sex toys. So just start searching away. Pornhub is free. I think that's a, <laughs> I think that's a, that's another great tip. Like, that would be a good way to kind of like, you don't have to spend any money. You can kind of see what it looks like and how it works. And then you can go like, ah, that's not for me. Or you can go, oh, I'm kind of intrigued. Like that seems kind of interesting. You totally so. know that people are doing Pornhub channels on like sex toy reviews and actually showing everything to do that shit. Yeah. Like, and if they're not, sure. yeah. people should make money off of that. Free idea. Someone should start that. This is a free idea. Someone should start that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So we, I mean, we, at this point, like we essentially all know we're going to be in quarantine for like another month at least. Right. Like that feels pretty. I I think we're all going to be uh, moved to the Virginia, Maryland date, which is uh, June 10th. Um, So I I think we're a couple months out from things happening in. Yeah. Or going out. But that means you've got you have a lot of time to start ex- putting the porn on the big TV and using both hands and exploring your body. You got months to practice. Months. This. So you don't have to do it tonight, but maybe you do it tonight, but maybe you, you know, maybe tonight's not great or whatever you're stressed or whatever. So maybe you start tomorrow. Like you've got, you have options. Yep. And you know, it's going to be yeah. great when we come all, uh, all of us come out of this, you know what happened after the last flu pandemic? In the, that ended in 1920. No, the I don't. roaring 1920s happened. Oh, so everyone was like drinking, yeah, and partying, drinking, partying, and, having yeah. sex, and fucking just like booming the population. They just like needed crazy. people. Yeah, they were like, I need to touch other people's. Bodies. It's gonna be so great for the next ten years of like people just like being with each other and hugging each other and like intimacy is going to be so wonderful. But you know that my fear slash prediction is that when this ends, I'll never leave my house again. (laughs) Like this will be the, this will be the nail in the coffin where I just like start peeing in jars in the corner of my room. And I never, I never leave my house again. This will just be where I'll, where I'll, cause, cause for sure, like, the first um the first couple weeks of quarantine i definitely felt like like hornier than usual and like i really wanted connection and i wanted someone to touch me and you know whatever and and i'm not i'm not a person that has a lot of sex or has a lot of physical touch anyway yeah. but it like because it like was completely absent i was like super craving it and then after like 2 weeks i was just like what is sex like i've just become like kind of asexual a little bit so i just think like the more time we spend inside the more but, time but you know, the more i will become like a weird you know uh, as recluse. as soon as you leave the house after all of this and the first interaction that you have where you hug somebody that like you've wanted to see the whole time all of those feelings as soon as you touch them and hug them are just gonna be like visceral like you're gonna be feel it all over yeah and i feel like it's gonna break down boundaries and people are just gonna go on like fuck sprees it's gonna be crazy i I hope so i i do miss hugging you because you do get very i miss hugging you you are too we're a couple like bear guys that just like 
yeah. squeeze each other. It's a big, it's a big strong hug. I like it's that. It's wonderful. So, okay. Any other self pleasure tips um, before I let you go, so you can use your flashlight and your vibrating butt plug at the same time? Um, I mean, if you guys just just also find good music to do it too as well like music is key into life like it heals everything like just you should make a playlist for just for self self pleasing or just send me one just send me one do you, i'm sure you have like a fucking oh, playlist i, I right? have a fucking playlist <laughs> you have probably have multiple yeah I, I have a good one that i go to on spotify that's real good it has a mixture okay. of all right well, send, me, send me the link okay I'll do that. Okay. All right. I love you, Brother T. Thanks for coming on and talking about masturbation. (laughs) I love you so much. And thank you for having me. And also, I hope, uh, and also, fuck the Mormon church. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hope they're having a great conference. I hope it's going really well. I hope the women have the. Yeah. I I hope. Or whatever. I I hope the very, very best for the people. That's what I hope. Yeah. I I hope that burn just, that, that church just crumbles, though. Fair, fair, fair. All right. Well, enjoy your vibrating butt plug and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.